What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So before we get started in on the usual stuff that we talk about, I wanted to read an open letter to the unvaccinated. Now, just check this out. We have several PhDs that have ended up signing this letter, and it was written by Ontario Civil Liberties Association researcher, Dr. Dennis Rancourt. So check this out, you guys. You are not alone. As of July 28, 2021, 29% of Canadians have not received a COVID-19 vaccine, and an additional 14% have received one shot. In the United States and the European Union, less than half the population is fully vaccinated. And even in Israel, which is quote-unquote kind of like considered now the world's lab, according to Pfizer, which I find so fucking ironic, but we're not even going to get started on that fucking problem. Back to the letter. One-third of the population in Israel remain completely unvaccinated. Politicians and the media have taken a uniform view, scapegoating the unvaccinated for the troubles that have ensued after 18 months of fear-mongering and lockdowns. It's time to set the record straight. It is entirely reasonable and legitimate to say no to insufficiently tested vaccines for which there are no reliable science. You have a right to assert guardianship of your body and to refuse medical treatments if you see fit. You are right to say no to a violation of your dignity, your integrity, and your bodily autonomy. It is your body, and you have the right to choose. You are right to fight for your children against their mass vaccination in school. You are right to question whether free and informed consent is at all possible under present circumstances. Long-term effects are unknown. Transgenerational effects are unknown. Vaccine-induced deregulation of natural immunity is unknown. Potential harm is unknown, as the adverse event reporting is delayed, incomplete, and inconsistent between jurisdictions. You are being targeted by mainstream media, government, social engineering campaigns, unjust rules and policies, collaborating employers, and social media mobs. You are being told that you are now the problem and the world cannot get back to normal unless you get vaccinated. You are being viciously scapegoated by propaganda and pressured by others around you. Remember this. There is nothing wrong with you. You are inaccurately accused of being a factory for new SARS-CoV variants. When in fact, according to leading scientists, your natural immune system generates immunity to multiple components of the virus. This will promote your protection against a vast range of viral variants and aggregates further spread to anyone else. You are justified in demanding independent, peer-reviewed studies not funded by multinational pharmaceutical companies. All the peer-reviewed studies of short-term safety and short-term efficacy have been funded, organized, coordinated, and supported by these for-profit corporations, and none of the study data have been made public or available to researchers who don't work for these companies. You are right to question the preliminary vaccine trial results. 
The claim hide value of relative efficacy rely on small numbers of tenuously determined quote-unquote infections. The studies were also not blind, where people were giving the injections admittedly knew or could deduce whether they were injecting the experimental vaccine or the placebo. This is not acceptable scientific methodology for vaccine trials. You are correct in your call for diversity of scientific opinion. Like in nature, we need a polyculture of information and its interpretations. We don't have that right now. Choosing not to take the vaccine is holding space for reason, transparency, and accountability to emerge. You are right to ask, what comes next when we give away authority over our own bodies? Do not be intimidated. You are showing resilience, integrity, and grit. You are coming together in your communities, making plans to help one another, and standing for scientific accountability and free speech, which are required for our society to thrive. We are among many who stand with you. Okay, and then like I said right before reading it, it is signed by six PhDs, and the letter has actually been shared widely on the internet and translated into several languages, including Czech, Estonian, French, German, Norwegian, Russian, and Spanish. You guys, we're not alone. The tide is turning. Hold the line. And trust me, I 100% understand that it gets tiring. It gets old. I know this topic is literally separating families. I've even had it happen in my own family. I have my jabbed portion of my family kind of just like shunning the rest of us. So it's, you know, a hardcore psyop propagated by the government and the media. And so many people are just completely brainwashed by it. And every day I get some type of flack from somewhere about all the stuff I post about ivermectin or the fda or fauci all of that shit but i've gotten shit from day one and it hasn't stopped me so like i said i know there are days that you're just like what the fuck am i even doing this for i have them all the fucking time but then something will happen where somebody contacts me with questions and i show them information that's being hidden from the public so they can make an informed decision and that's why i keep fucking screaming about this shit that's why i've been on it since last year. So I know, like I said, just it's rough, but hold the line. Okay, time for a totally rando uh, subject change here. I'm going to tell you guys about a little mystery that just came out in Romania. Yes, Romania, as in Vlad the Impaler, Romania. But this tale takes place now, like today. Check this out. Vasily Gorgos, a 63-year-old cattle broker from some rural village in Romania, vanished into thin air 30 years ago. So basically, his job kind of took him around to different countryside villages in Romania so he could buy and sell cattle. But every single time he left, he would be back home in a matter of days. Then, in 1991, Mr. Gogos decided it was time for another business trip. He got a train ticket, which is completely normal, nothing out of place there, told his wife and kids he would be back after this business trip in just a few days. But that was the last time his family ever saw him. His family reported this disappearance to the police, 
but nothing ever came of it. The police searched, but apparently they kind of assumed the man had either met foul play, and the family decided to actually hold a memorial service in his honor. So, the family goes, you know, lives and living life without dad. They're thinking dad's dead. Fast forward to August 2021. It's a Sunday evening. It's kind of fucking hot and stifling. And all of a sudden, the Gorgos family hears a car stop right in front of the house. And they look out the window to see Vasily, who is now 93 years old. So, apparently, there were some neighbors who witnessed this whole scene but they, I guess, are telling authorities they were just too fucking, like, jaw-on-the-ground shocked at the sight they were seeing and can't remember, like, the license plate or the description of the driver of the people that, I guess, dropped a Vasily off. But this is uh, kind of the strange part. So when he gets out of this car and walks up to greet his long-lost family, he, no shit, had on the same pants he was wearing the day he vanished. And in his pockets, the family found not only his ID card, but also the train ticket he had bought 30 years ago. What the fuck kind of interdimensional Bigfoot shit is going on here? So, everybody who knew him had noticed that Mr. Gargos was looking pretty great. He was clean, he was well-kempt, and in very good health. Which means that in all these years, he was very well taken care of. The only issues that he seemed to be suffering from were neurological in nature. And more precisely, but check this out, this is kind of disputed. Some of the sources are saying that Mr. Gross remembers his family just fine, and others are saying that he has no memory of them. Mr. Gorgos does say he's 100% clueless about his whereabouts in the last 30 years. So, I don't know, this is either uh, some interdimensional fae Bigfoot shit, or, I don't know, maybe this guy had, like, some other secret family somewhere and just decided now to say fuck it and come back? I don't know. What? That's, it's such a random case. I bet his family is fucking pissed and they probably have so many questions, but apparently because he has such cognitive decline, they can't get any answers. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to rule out interdimensional Bigfoot on this one and go with Homeboy had a side family, and now that he has, like, whatever mental cognitive situation going on, his other family just didn't want to deal with his bullshit and kicked him back to the original family. I know these poor saps are stuck dealing with this guy in the last few years of his life, so... So, anyway, moving on, but kind of not speaking of interdimensional Bigfoot... Fucking Camilla Harris was, like, in the Bay Area this past weekend in San Leandro, which is, like, the city right next to Oakland. She's there fucking campaigning for sleazy-ass Gavin Newsom, who, by the way, everyone, California fucking listening, September 14th, go vote to recall this motherfucker. I already sent my stuff in. I voted for Jeff Hewitt, who is some libertarian dude out of SoCal, but it looks like a Larry Elder is kind of, like, way the fuck ahead of everyone else. But anyway, so Camilla fucking Harris shows her ugly little Bigfoot face back in the Bay after she fucking... <sighs> this bitch was a DA here in San Francisco, and she put away more black people for ridiculous little drug offenses than any other DA in America. 
So she was basically like Biden and his drug policies, just like a fucking hardcore enforcer of that shit. She destroyed hella lives out here in the Bay Area. So I don't even know why she's showing her Bigfoot face. But anyway, she's campaigning for Newsom, so that should tell you something right there. Interdimensional Bigfoot Harris and Recall Gavin Newsom are buddying up. It's like the fucking Thompson twins of evil. So they get protested at the shit they show up in San Leandro. It's like a bunch of Afghan people, because we have like a huge Afghan community in the Bay Area. And we have American Afghans from the Bay that are stranded in Afghanistan right now. And this bitch is out here fucking campaigning for recall Gavin Newsom. What the fuck is that about? So yeah, she got told off by some protesters and I'm not sure she probably, I don't know. I, I doubt she did any good for fucking recall Gavin Newsom. That sleaze is on his way out. September 14th. Don't forget the date. Go to your fucking local polling area. If you have not mailed in your ballots, and vote to recall this tyrant. So now we have a little bit of an update on a past story I spoke about. So do you remember like a couple months ago that fucking pervert male to female transgender person that went into the Wii Spa in Los Angeles and exposed her fucking dick to not only a grown ass woman that was in the locker room, but to young ass girls. So it caused a big fucking, like, there was a protest a couple weeks after it and a bunch of Antifa fools showed up. But check this out. Aggie Mariger, who's legally a female, is reportedly facing multiple felony charges of indecent exposure after four cis women and a girl accused her of exposing her genitals at We Spot in June. And the Los Angeles Police Department, quote-unquote, discreetly brought charges against Mariger on Monday, August 30th, following a lengthy investigation that kicked off when a Wii Spa customer's confrontational video went viral. So everybody, like, in that video was talking shit to the woman that was bringing attention to this pervert flashing dick, and she was right. The LAPD investigated this shit and found enough evidence to bring charges. So... Like I said, it was super publicized. People were trying to make that seem like it's some anti-trans activist just fucking trying to be racist and sexist. No. The police investigation led authorities to Mariger, and she now stands accused of showing signs of sexual arousal in the women's changing facilities at Wee Spa. And just so you know, she denies the accusations. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department released an internal bulletin in 2018 describing Mariger as a registered sex offender. She was previously arrested in December 2018 following an accusation of indecent exposure in a woman's locker room in a West Hollywood park. She has pleaded not guilty to six charges of indecent exposure in that case, and her next court appearance is currently scheduled for this September. Mariger also has two earlier convictions for indecent exposure, one in 2002 and another in 2003. Five years later, she was convicted for failing to register as a sex offender. She's also been convicted of a number of other crimes throughout her life, including sex offenses and burglary. So now there is a warrant issued for Mariger's arrest for the five felony counts of indecent exposure in relation just to the Wee Spot incident. So all these motherfuckers that jumped on the bandwagon to talk shit to this woman, eat your fucking words. Look at this case. This is a clear-cut case. 
of a man who's parading as a woman. He's got a dick still and he keeps exposing himself. This is literally like the poster child case for why women didn't want to fucking deal with any type of men in the restrooms. So yeah, I don't know guys. I hope this pervert gets convicted and faces charges and actually does time because that's fucked up. Who wants to see a woman's dick, quote unquote dick, when you're just trying to get your workout on? It's fucking unnecessary and there is an obvious repeated pattern of this shit. This girl is getting off on exposing herself to people that are expecting to see a dick probably. So it's just a game, and hopefully these uh, the police department nails this motherfucker. Another little update I have for you guys. So months ago, I was telling you about this town in California called Wilton, California, and Garrett just so happens to work there sometimes, pass through there sometimes, and he was telling me about a sexually violent predator that the state was actually trying to place in Wilton, California. So apparently, let me just tell you about this fucking guy real quick, just so you can remember who we're talking about. So 55-year-old Daryl Maurice Shazier from Del Paso Heights has been convicted multiple times for forcible sex with teenage boys, also drugging children and raping them. He spent nearly 10 years in a state mental hospital trying to get quote-unquote counseling for his pedophilic ways. But basically, the state has labeled him a violent sexual predator. So a lot of the people in Wilton got together. They made billboards. They did a social media movement. They brought hell of awareness to this guy. I mean, they had this fool's face plastered all over the town. And I don't blame them. Who the fuck wants some fool like that in their backyard? But it ends up the judge ruled against it. Superior Court Judge Kevin R. Coolhane made the decision in August after a four-day hearing. Apparently, the judge reasons is the court found that the proposed new location was not appropriately based on the lack of an immediate law enforcement presence and the ability of law enforcement to respond in a timely fashion. So yeah, Wilton's like kind of rural. It's up by Sacktown, almost like kind of getting into the foothills area. So it would take Sheriff's Department or Wilton PD a good maybe 10 minutes, you know, in certain locations to respond to this lunatic. And he's proven time and time again because he has multiple sex offenses against children over the years, multiple times, that he doesn't give a fuck and he's going to reoffend. But that's what's up, Wilton, California, up top. I admire your fucking community spirit and action. It worked out. Love it. So speaking of action, I'm just wondering when the rest of the world's going to get the fuck off their asses and maybe get to action to stop this bullshit that's going on. Biden just announced that any company that has over 100 employees is going to have to force the jab on them or do weekly testing. It's like, you guys, they're just going to keep on pushing and taking away rights until people say, no, the fuck more. So I don't know. I just don't want us to end up like Australia with these crazy fucking lockdowns. I just, I don't even know if that could actually happen here. Do you really think that whole cities would just fucking stop like that? I really fucking hope not, but who knows? 
So we'll see what happens. But yeah, now the game has just changed. And, you know, back in December, Biden literally said there would be no federal COVID vaccination mandates. And we all got called conspiracy theorists for saying that, yeah, mandates are definitely coming. They're going to do the vax passports. I'm so sick of fucking being right on this shit. I'm so sick of it. I just wish we were wrong. Now it's coming out that it's very obvious this fucking thing escaped from the Wuhan lab. Who knows how it did? But I think more people are definitely waking up to it. I got a friend of mine who's in the hospital right now. So he's diabetic. And he was actually kind of having like a diabetic ketoacidosis episode. And he tested negative when he first went into the hospital in Oakland. Well, about three days later, he started to feel kind of crappy. So they tested him again. Lo and behold, now he's got COVID and like double pneumonia, all that fun shit. And because he's not Joe Rogan, because he doesn't get rich people medical care, they're not hitting him with the kitchen sink. They literally just let this guy fucking try to fight it with supportive care in a COVID wing. He passed out. I mean, it got super fucking rough. And after all of this, they're still trying to get him to consent to a COVID vaccination. What kind of a doctor, what kind of a nurse would ever recommend a vaccination for a person in the hospital with that particular disease? This is what I'm talking about. All of those medical professionals that are doing this, that are towing this line, when we finally stand up and take it back, I swear to God, I hope they come for you guys first. I don't know, guys. It just kind of seems like everything might be coming to a boiling point. Let me just kind of rehash some crazy shit that's gone down recently. And you make your own decision. Could you imagine the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole? The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Now, this is a direct quote, and it wasn't even like meant to scare you guys or anything like that. But this quote is from Klaus Schwab, and I've talked about this little psychopath before. He is the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum. Now, I've told you about Evento 1 before. And basically, it was just a pandemic exercise where they invited major corporations, public health, and government officials to simulate coordinating a policy response to a theoretical coronavirus pandemic. Now, that was the first time ever that the private and public sectors had gotten together to model how to react to a global pandemic. So, Event 201 simulates an outbreak of a novel zoonotic coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to people and eventually becomes efficiently transmissible from person to person, leading to a severe pandemic. Hmm, I mean, that doesn't sound at all like what just happened. So, this shit all went down. You can even go on Snopes. They even agree Event 201 happened. They just don't agree that all these people got together or some of these powerful people got together in any capacity to conspire to pull off this bullshit. So a few episodes ago, I told you how the World Economic Forum was now doing their little cyber attack play games called Cyber Polygon. 
and they basically put forth this agenda to figure out what a cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics might look like. Essentially, the internet is going to catch a virus in the form of a global ransomware attack. They claim, but this is just for exercise purposes, the only way to stop the exponential propagation for this computer ransomware type virus would be to fully disconnect all vulnerable devices from one another and the internet as a whole to avoid infection. I mean, it's for our own good, guys. It's to make it so the internet doesn't get infected. The whole world could experience cyber lockdown until a quote-unquote digital vaccine is developed. All business, communication, and data transfers would be blocked. Social contact would be reduced to like 1980s, 90s style, where you have to do it in person. Proper landlines, snail mail, CB, shortwave radio. It's going to go back to something like that. And that's all that it's going to take to bring the world to its knees. So, in the meantime, if these psychopaths actually go through with these plans, if somehow they do kick this off, you motherfuckers need to be ready for this shit. And by ready, I mean get your fucking food supplies in order. Get survival gear in order. And get your ass in shape. Motherfuckers that can't walk three blocks are not going to survive very long if some shit goes down. But I don't know, guys. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. These motherfuckers, the World Economic Forum, get together and start predicting a novel coronavirus. And now these motherfuckers are getting together and predicting a global cyber virus ransomware that's going to basically make everyone, well, not everyone, it's going to make the sheep think that the government's trying to protect the internet. They're trying to protect us, so we got to shut everything down. And they'll fucking convince them of it. At this point, I'm sure they could convince these motherfuckers that the sky is purple. I just, I don't even know. I don't think there's limits to what these evil psychopaths are capable of. And I, like, never, ever would have seen myself, you know, going this far, thinking these people would go so far. But the last year and a half has been super eye-opening. I've never trusted the government. I've always known that they're out for themselves and out for money since I was a teenager. But apparently, not many other people saw this. So I think that's leading to the mess that we're in today. And don't give your fucking guns up. I don't know. It seems like America is the last place on Earth where the population is well-armed enough to take on most militaries in the world. But... Seems like uh, we got so many fucking soy boys and turncoat bootlickers. I don't know how much uh, good that's even going to do us at this point. A lot of people say we're too far gone. Our society is destined to collapse as we know it. But I'm not ready to fucking give up on it. No fucking way. But I'm also not ready to bend over and take these fucking mandated vaxes. There's got to be a line in the sand. And I think this line is coming up. My toes are fucking near it. Try to vax me, fucking Joe Biden. It seems also like the bots and shills are out in force lately, too, trying to push the COVID vaccination narrative that if you don't get vaccinated, you're killing grandma and your neighbors. I thought we'd already proved this to be a conspiracy theory, considering the vaccination, quote-unquote vaccination, doesn't stop the spread or transmission of COVID. 
but it seems like all these jab Nazis don't get that. So I'm like, what is the point of these vaccination mandates? Especially if you're going to take into account natural immunity, if you're going to take into account ivermectin, all the different treatments that could keep people out of the ICU wards and with fucking double pneumonias. But the, the treatments are being suppressed. I know Joe Rogan, I talked about this, what, last week or the week before, Joe Rogan got the quote-unquote kitchen sink thrown at his COVID and was cool within a few days. But we all don't get rich people health care. So we have to find other ways. And the media is just going to continue to demonize ivermectin like it's just some fucking brand new drug that nobody's ever heard of and it makes testicles fall off. It's fucking bullshit. It's been around for decades. Americans are treated with 100,000 prescriptions of ivermectin per year. It is a totally safe drug if used as directed. I just don't understand how this is even a conspiracy theory at this point in the game. That's just that shit of people not paying attention and doing their own research. Lazy motherfuckers. I mean, I've got links to studies where the National Institute of Health is reviewing ivermectin. There's an analysis of 113 studies on it, and it all shows it's very fucking safe and pretty effective, too. But let's suppress it. Anderson Cooper and CNN doesn't want word to get out. Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard, doesn't want word to get out. Like, my shit on uh, Instagram is so shadow banned right now, I can only reach 10 accounts. That's like a new low for me, only a fucking 10 account reach per post. But little do they know, I have a secret backup account, and I've just basically been posting the same shit on that. And I can see how that one, it's getting to like thousands of people, but my shadow ban, <laughs> apparently they do do shadow bans. Just a bunch of more big tech censorship bullshit. So here's some uh, big tech censorship bullshit for you. So the Australian health minister apparently was giving us some speech and said something along the lines of, this is the new world order, blah, blah, blah. And YouTube has now gone in and deleted any reference to quote unquote conspiracies of the new world order. People are just kind of going crazy for it. And now the hashtag and now the searches for new world order are being censored. So it's like I gotta start making a fucking list of everything they go through and censor. Last week I figured out it was Chester Bennington and, you know, the Chris Cornell silent children thing. This week it's fucking the term New World Order. Where the fuck is it going to end? When is it gonna be enough for all you guys? Holy shit, it's enough for me now. Well, that's enough ranting for me this week. As I said earlier, hold the line, be aware. And don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao. Are you lost?